This season is sponsored by Gorillas, the sexy grocery delivery app revolutionizing online shopping. Fresh food delivered to your door in 10 minutes, catering to all your food loving needs. Sign me up. Operating in major cities in the UK and globally, Gorillas supports small businesses as well as local producers to bring your favourite brands to your door. And just to get your juices flowing, they are offering all listeners £10 off your first order when you spend £20. Download the Gorillas app and use the code SEXY10 at checkout. Hi and welcome to the Crazy Sexy Food Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Harley-Young. This podcast is all about the love of food and how it plays a part in our lives. I sit down with well-known personalities, food experts, chefs and people who just love their food to find out all about their life, career and their favourite tastes along the way. This week, I'm joined by the only true rock and roll chick I have the pleasure of calling a friend, Joe Wood. Originally from Essex, Jo started her career as a model and was even the son's face of 1972. She went on to date and subsequently marry Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones and travelled the world on tour with the band. Back to more recent times, in 2005, Jo set up Jo Wood Organics, a range of fragrance, bath and body products. The brand has won many awards and continues to be a hugely successful brand with a new launch of products coming out imminently. Jo is not just interested in eating organically. She leads an all-encompassing, sustainable lifestyle, including a well in her new country home for water, solar panels and homegrown fruit and vegetable gardens. She's literally creating an ecosystem in her backyard. What a woman. Joe, welcome to the podcast. I like that. That was great. Got visions of somebody else. <laughs> Similar to you, sort yeah. of. How are you? I'm very good, actually. Yeah, very good. You know, in my eco house. And you moved there during COVID, no, right? I moved um, November. I moved Guy Fawkes Night uh, 2019. Oh, so actually a perfect time. Yeah, and... Just got settled in, had loads of boxes to unpack, and and then in March we we went into lockdown, yeah. and I was in the countryside, surrounded by fields and trees and birds, and it was fantastic because I didn't feel like I was in lockdown because I had things to do in the mm. house and I had painting and sorting out stuff and and I, also space yeah you had outdoor space around. yeah we dug a pond in the garden where we go uh swimming i've got a borehole i just i mean i could just live there and not worry about the rest of the world sounds fabulous before we get started i always ask my guests what did you have for breakfast today um i had a matcha latte with nut milk Ooh. Um, and I had some gluten-free cereal with fresh blueberries and um, dried cherries oh, and sounds... nut milk oh. and honey. Oh, delicious. That was it. Fabulous. And you are about to relaunch Joe Wood, Org- Wood Organics, and we're going to get to all of that in a bit, but how is the relaunch going and sort of what is different from it as opposed to what you were doing before? Well, there's uh, new products. I've got four new bar salts. Uh, there's 
there's one called Level Up. <laughs> That's balance. Love there's it. There's another one called Hang Loose. Oh, I like which that one. Is calming. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need a bit of hanging loose. Uh, um, there's one called Bounce Back, which is ooh. Yeah, and there's another one called Spruce Up, which is another, you know, like sort of get up and sprucey and, uh, you know, get vibed up. Fabulous. Oh, I should have called one Vibed Up. But, well, there we go. We'll do another one. We'll do, we'll do another one. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm launching, relaunching those, um, I should think, beginning in November. I had a bit of trouble with labelling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I've got the four bath salts, but I still have my candles, my body oil, which is on my uh, Instagram, you can find them. So um, I'm still doing that. So this is going to be a whole new... So you can have a bath, and not only that... Hold on, this is the best thing. Leah, my daughter has done a playlist for each of the bath salts. Oh, I love that. I don't know how, I'm not good on technology, so I don't know how it happens. I suppose there'd be a thing on the phone and on the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She's obviously made maybe like a playlist on like Spotify or something that you just download. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm leaving that to the experts. So you light a candle, you run a bath, you put in hang loose, (laughs) and then you play the hang loose Playlist. Um, playlist, yeah. Oh my god, so it's just all Got encompassing. Vibe going on. Oh, I here. love that. I'm just going to be surrounded by Joe Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want to take it back a little bit. You were born and raised in Basildon. Born and raised in. I was born in Basildon. No, I was re- born in Billericay. Uh, raised till nine in Basildon. Okay. And then moved to Benfleet. All the Bs. Right, there we go, the triple Bs. What was life like growing up? I want to know what you were eating, who was cooking, was food important during your childhood around the family table? Yes, it was. My mum was from South Africa, so she always had a vegetable garden. And she actually, when I was a kid, I remember her growing an avocado tree. Oh, wow. And back then, in the sort of early 60s... So exotic. Didn't even know what... And, you know, most people didn't know what an avocado was. Yeah. So she loved all that that sort of thing. Um, and so she cooked all the time. We all cooked all the time. But I would have simple food. We'd have chicken, roast chicken on a Sunday, and that usual stuff. Uh, but we, I remember going, having tea at night and it'd be beans on toast or a cheese sandwich or something like that then after nine that's when my dad worked for um, uh, and County Council as a model maker and then he set up his own business Howard Coslick scale models <laughs> very very was very proud of it and uh, after that we moved when my dad saw this old vicarage when he was doing a model of a new six new buildings and he saw this old vicarage and we moved there and it was going from a council house to this massive old rundown house and then things kind of changed because dad was doing much better so we started eating more differently and so mum would go to Safeway oh I remember Safeway Safeway and she would just load up the trolley with all this packet food. Wow. Vista curry. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, all sorts of stuff. And we we started eating processed food a lot in the in mid-60s. 
early 70s mm. yeah but I also think that is sort of a sign of those times you know we I say we like I was alive in the 60s I mean I, I wish I was alive in the 60s um <laughs> but you know people weren't as knowledgeable as they are nowadays about where their food comes from no. you know what they're eating eating we're gonna obviously talk about this in a bit but you know eating organically I mean did the yeah. did people talk about the word was the word organic even I didn't know the word organic until I met Gerald Greener, herbalist, years later. Right. Um, So, but mum always grew things, tomatoes, So um, she was actually the the original. Yeah. Yeah. I I must have gone, ooh, what's that? (laughs) Um, So, but she did all the cooking. And as a child, she had Numbunzi in South Africa who would do all the cooking. So when she came to England, she had to learn a lot. She married my dad at... 21 I think so she had to teach herself to cook really mm. and she became quite a good cook um, you know she loved to cook and in fact I um, I have a, a cookbook that was my mum's that my dad gave her in the 70s early 70s and inside he said to my darling Rachel Aww. from the bottom of my heart crossed out heart and put stomach <laughs> Oh, I love that. And I've still got it, and it's all so 60s. You oh, know, I all love the it. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And then when you sort of, sort of fast-forwarding a bit, when you got into the modelling, did your relationship with food change quite a bit then? Uh, yes, because I was always told to lose weight. Mm. So I was constantly on a diet. At, how old was I? 17, 18. They wanted me stick thin. Uh but then I got married, you see, mm. at 18. God, look back on <laughs> it now and think, God, what was I doing? And I had to then really learn to cook because I had a husband to cook for. Mm. Mm. Obviously, I mentioned in the intro, um, you met Ronnie. You met him yeah. in 1977. Yeah. Um, where did you meet? I met him at... Um, my friend Richard, who sadly just passed oh, away, yes, he had a wedding party and I didn't know whether to go or not. And I thought, oh, shall I go? All right. And I went with my other friend, Richard. I took him with me and I met Ronnie. He came up to me and he said, what do you do for a living? And I said, I oh, know, he showed me himself on the black and blue cover. Yeah. I thought, well, flash bastard. <laughs> And he said, what do you do for a living? And I said, I work in Woolworths on the broken biscuit counter. Oh, brilliant. And he went there the next day to find me. <laughs> but you, you were lying. Yeah, I was lying. I was wondering. Oh, my God. He did, and he actually went? Yeah, he actually went to the main branch. Because I said main branch, Oxford Street. <laughs> and so he went to the main branch in Oxford Street and asked for me. And there was no joke. No, no. <laughs> I was Joe Howard then as well. That's true, that's yeah. true. Yep, Joe Howard. Um, so, yeah. So then um, that was that, wasn't it? And then off I went on tour and those wild, crazy days. And whilst you were on tour, I mean, listen, it's the Rolling Stones. Like, that is sort of like, for anyone who is not part of that world, that is sort of like the ultimate rock and roll lifestyle, I'm, I can imagine. I need to know, like, what are you eating if 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 you are eating yeah. I don't, <laughs> um, on I don't, tour with the Rolling Stones? I don't think I ate from 80, <laughs> 1980 till about, well, 
to 82. Actually, no, because you see, I had Leah in 78. Then when Leah was about a year, I went crazy for a couple of years. Completely crazy. I remember waking up in the morning and shaking because I hadn't eaten for so long. Oh, I need something. And having to have yogurt and honey. That's all I wanted. Okay. Don't know why. Mm. But I'd shake with hunger because I hadn't eaten for three days. I'd been up for three days and hadn't eaten. You just don't. Well, but is what well, I mean, and is that is that obviously because of like obvious things, or is that because because of obvious <laughs> things? <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to be politically correct here. <laughs> the Peruvian marching powder. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to be polite. It's not, it's not in my character. But I mean, like, because <laughs> you, we have spoke, we did speak before. So, was there any point when you were cooking for the band and cooking for you know on the tour bus or you know what was going on? So, so those first years were crazy, yeah. and I've got those out in my system. Uh, and then in '89. I got really sick and um, the doctor said that I had Crohn's disease. That's what they said. Uh, so they put me on steroids and blah, blah, blah. I was eating rubbish, eating when I could, but I didn't think about the food that I was putting into my body. It, it could help me, you know. I didn't, that wasn't even part of anything then. Uh, and so then I got ill and then after a couple of years... Um, I did a, an, an interview for the Daily Express, I think, and it said, Stone's wife in incurable disease. Oh, God. Wow. And they, the Express rang me up and said, we have a huge sack of mail for you here. Uh, do you want it? And I said, yeah, send it to me. And I sat on the floor and I opened every letter that people had sent me, people with Crohn's disease, all sorts of people just saying, I'm so, I feel sorry for you, Joe, and all that. And then I picked up this letter and it said, uh, I will put your Crohn's disease into remission for life if you come and see me, uh, change your diet and take my herbs. And I just was, I felt so, um, with the steroids, it like took my soul away. It wasn't me, you know, and there was nothing I could do to bring me back. So anything. So I got in my car and drove to Hastings I rang him up and said, I'd love to come see you. Drove to Hastings and his house, I stood in the front of the thing and his house said, little little house, said Shangri-La on oh the top God. of it. And I went in there and I sat down and he said, right, what do you eat? I thought, what's he asking me what I eat for? That's insane. I said, well, I just eat normal stuff. He said, I want to know exactly what you eat every day so I started telling him what I ate lean cuisine was on the menu then (laughs) wow you're really bringing it back (laughs) um uh you know just all this processed food Kentucky fried chicken for the kids on a Friday and then a pizza on Saturday night and just all that and he started telling me about the importance of food that I put in my body because it will heal you or make you sick and what if you're eating food that makes you sick you will be sick all the time if you're eating food that rejuvenates your cells and um and it just all made sense it was like a light bulb went on and I thought why are we not eating what God gave us Mm. what grows in the land 
what's all this GMO food? What is, why has this all changed so quickly? So I became obsessed. I changed my diet. The kids hated me. No more pizzas, no more McDonald's, nothing. And then I just threw myself into cooking. So I would make, I, I mean, I searched everywhere for organic food at that time. I went to Los Angeles um, with Ronnie and my friend said, you won't believe this, there's an organic supermarket just off Rodeo Drive. Woohoo! Oh, I love it. And I went there and it said Mrs. Gucci's organic supermarket and it was like heaven. And I walked in and I bought a massive box of stuff home all from Mrs. Gucci's. Toothpaste, pasta, tins of stuff, everything. And then I became, then I started growing potatoes in Ireland because we had a house in Ireland and I just got obsessed with it. Jamie says he left home because I was obsessed with organic food. Keith said to me one day, the trouble with you, darling, is you're addicted to organic food. <laughs> now, coming, really big coming, coming from, from him, Keith bloody yeah. Richards. <laughs> so that... So that's what changed me and wow. the way. And I've like, like, and, and oh yeah, hold on. So then I got ill again. They, my friend Lorraine took me into hospital. They gave me um, exploratory surgery to see what was wrong inside. And I had a perforated appendix. They said it was amazing I was still alive. Wow. And I laid in hospital and I thought if I hadn't detoxed my body, I mostly could have just died. So back to the original diagnosis, it was never Crohn's disease. No. It was basically lifestyle, the lifestyle that you were leading. But what, but what had happened to my appendix, uh, it was perforated and all the poisons were going into my intestines wow. and making them look like Crohn's disease. That's why they thought I had Crohn's disease. Anyway, I didn't. Woohoo! So I laid in hospital and I thought, from this day onwards, I'm going to be an organic girl. How did, how did Ronnie feel about that? Was he sort of on board with it as well? Um, he didn't have a choice, really, because yeah. I, was just, I was just obsessed with it all. Um, he was good, actually, when I think about it. He just went with the flow. Mm. He was, he's not a foodie, yeah. Ronnie. He's not did a he ever cook for you? No. He didn't even bloody cook for you. I don't remember <laughs> him ever cooking for me. He might have done, but he never did a meal meal. No, no. He might have made scrambled eggs. Fine, okay. <laughs> I don't think he ever did anything else. He took me out for hundreds and hundreds of meals. Yeah. So, right, you've now sort of entered this wonderful organic lifestyle. You then, and we're now really fast forwarding, you set up Joe Wood Organics in 2005. Hold on. No, let me tell Wait, you about... Oh, oh. Let me tell you about... Um, being so obsessed with organic food when we went on tour, I I uh, started, I got a two little burner and I put it in a suitcase uh, and I would uh, take it out in hotels and cook up beans on, organic beans on toast with organic bread or organic boiled eggs. And, uh, I was like that. And then I got a friend, or well not, a friend of Jamie's and I designed a, a portable cooker. Oh, wow. And it had two burners on the top. It had drawers for all my bits and pieces. It had dual voltage. So I would just roll it in, and it was in a flight case. 
So it didn't. So you look, take it around the world with took, you. Took it all around the world. And so, what it? were you cooking on that? You were making so baked making, beans. I made breakfast. I'd made. I even made a mincemeat stew. But I used to put because Ronnie used to love mincemeat stew. So I used to put them. All, you know, cook everything individually and add it all together at the end. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. And would they all eat that? No, no, only me and Ronnie, Fine. or okay. sometimes Keith. Okay. Yeah, yeah. After he'd obviously had a little go at you about your organic lifestyle and your yeah. addictions. Now you're eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I so wish I could have been on the end of the call on that one. I would have a few things oh, to say. Dear. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. And also, I love the fact that it was. Listen, it had changed your life that you'd realised that by eating, you actually managed to cure a lot of the things that you were feeling. Yeah. That you actually would travel with, you know, heavy machinery. They would say, what's in this flight case? I thought, oh, it's his stereo. <laughs> and Little then I'd put shower caps over the, um, the oh, fire alarms. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that if I burnt the toast, it wouldn't... Uh, oh, that's epic. That is actually brilliant. <laughs> So you then set up Joe Wood Organics. You set that up in sort of 2005-2006. I assume the reasons for that is obvious because you it had such a positive effect on your life. Yeah. But why did you want to set up a brand and what did you want to do with it? So because I was now obsessed with all things organic, it went from the food to what was I putting on my skin? What was I putting under my arms? What was I putting in my you know, toothpaste? Everything. I was obsessed with it all. And then my brother bought me a book called The Fragrant Pharmacy. And in it were little recipes on how to make fragrance, essential oils and alcohol. And so I set up a little lab in the bathroom and I would make up all these oils, write the labels and give them to just girlfriends. And then my friend Donna said to me, Joe, why, why don't you do this properly? Because I love the smell of this one. You should do it properly. So I said, nah, nah, I can't bother to do that too much work and then I got home one night I was shopping in my hands been to the waitrose with all got all my organic stuff came home Leah's doing this Ty was off doing that Ronnie was off doing that and I thought am I just here to cook I am <laughs> I am just I need something else in my life so um I was talking to I met Joe Farley and she said um, go and see this girl Colette Hayden and take your samples with you and see what she can do and that's how it started because now I wanted to tell the world about how important it is to eat clean and what you put on your skin and Absolutely. I suppose by making a, a, a line of products it was a way I could talk about it I think what's also really interesting something that you said is that when we think of organic we think of food right you know yeah. our organic eggs and our meat and whatever but it is actually I mean I know I'm guilty of it I don't really think about what I'm putting on my skin and yeah. you know where that's coming from I'm so concerned about the food that actually it's just as important because that's still oh, yeah. that's still going into your body In isn't fact, it it's more important because uh, what you put on your skin goes straight into your bloodstream mm. whereas when you eat it goes into your stomach. You've got your acids mm. um, to break it all down and things like that. So what you put on your skin and what you wash your hair with, it's really yeah. important because it's on your scalp, detergent sitting on your scalp. Absolutely, absolutely. For people who perhaps don't place as much importance on the organic lifestyle as perhaps you or myself, 
and see it as quite an expensive choice what are some things that people could do just to kind of like slowly introduce it more into their lifestyle um well i tell you what is a good thing coconut things like buying things that are very organic but not labeled like i only use coconut i'll take my makeup off you know okay. it's in the hard yeah so you can buy cheap big pot that will last you forever um uh and start small i mean start just change things like your milk um uh, um buy fruit fruit is so important to eat or good organic fruit everything most stuff has been sprayed mm. so you don't want the chemicals in your body mm. so fruit and deodorant that's another one because you don't want to put anything and toothpaste it's got it's got fluoride in it which is a byproduct of aluminium so you must not use toothpaste with fluoride in it's a it's a don't know why they do it wow that's another conversation for another day so tell me so what so with all of this in place what is a normal day in food for you i want to so we've done your breakfast yeah and then what we doing after that um usually i don't i have a snack during the day in the afternoon if i'm hungry like just now i just ate some dried chickpeas Oh, I, I love dry chickpeas. Yeah. I know they make your mouth taste a bit like a dry hamster wheel, but it's still yeah. quite. So I had dried chickpeas tasty. in the car, and I've got some seaweed slices. Oh, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a snack. Yeah. And then about five thirty, I'll make dinner. Whether I'm on my own or Ty's there or Leah's there or anybody, I will make a nice dinner, and I'll sit and by late afternoon, I'm thinking. Mm, what should I have for dinner? I need lots of veg. So last night, me and Ty had, uh, I, I had fish and prawns. So I cooked black rice um, mm. and I put in it spinach, uh, onions, garlic, the fish. So it's just a big rice thing. Oh, that sounds delicious. And prawns. And um, yeah, just mixed it all up. Added a bit of miso paste. Ooh. So I always think about what would be good for my body. You know, that's... I don't do know. you ever have any moments when you're like, oh, I just really fancy, I don't know, a packet of crisps or... Yeah, I've really had a packet of crisps. fancy a bloody <laughs> burger or, you know... I've had a packet of crisps in the pub. <laughs> for ages ago. I mean, ago. that's the way to do it. <laughs> ages ago I had a pack. Uh, um, uh, and if I go into the pub and I have a packet of crisps, they have to be um, uh, chilly ones. Okay. You're about, you're about to answer my very important question coming up. So we're just going to give it two seconds. <laughs> just wait, just wait. So aside from that sort of dish, what, el- what else are your specialities at home? What else do you love cooking? Well, I just love cooking. So, so it doesn't uh, matter. So it doesn't matter. I, I'm great at curry. I make a really good curry. Um, I'm stir fries. Um, I, I make magic chicken for the kids, which is chicken breast cut up into little squares you soak it in maple syrup and then you dip it in flour and fry it in some coconut oil so they're like chicken mcnuggets but oh they have a sweetness my god that sounds incredible yes, the kids love that um what else do oh, i, I make? might do that yeah you just soak it for about half an hour in the maple syrup oh my gosh that really sounds nice. fabulous when you are not cooking, where are some of your favourite restaurants to eat out at? River Cafe. Mm. I love River Cafe. 
Uh, where else? I love Japanese. Um, that's about it. I eat mostly at home. Right. Coming towards the end of the conversation. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> This is where this is where it gets a little uh, interesting. These are my quick fire questions. Trying she's trying. She's trying to peek over her mic. Okay, first question: What is the craziest food you've ever eaten? Um, I know exactly. <laughs> In Japan, um, we had a dinner with a promoter. My son-in-law Jack was there. Leah, Ty, Ronnie. We all went out for this promoter's dinner, and they brought out a live crab and they poured alcohol on, and they its head was cut off I mean the yeah roof was cut off of him and they poured like some spirit on it set it alight and then you just ate it out like that oh wow was it tasty it's really sweet really sweet crab or lobster brain mmm okay mmm <laughs> that mm. and then I had a crop burger down under in Australia wow tough no, it tasted like a mixture of chicken and fish. Wow, so okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. okay. Crop Quite burger, lo- mate. Love it. Have crop a, have a crop burger with some cheese, please. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've already kind of answered this question, but my favourite snack of all time is a packet of crisps. What is yeah. your favourite flavour of crisps and why? Oh, yeah, well, it has to be the chilli, sweet chilli ones. And it's just because what you just love, that's a real intense yeah, flavour. Yeah. yeah. Do you like spicy food? Yeah. Good. Yeah. And you're my kind of girl. What has been your most memorable meal? <gasps> it could be where Gosh. you were, who you were with. My most memorable meal. I'm sure God, you have plenty. So many. <laughs> That's such a hard one. Oh, I tell you what. My fiftieth birthday. I'm sure your dad might have been there and I can't remember now. Fiftieth birthday. And Ronnie uh, did a we did a big party in the garden, and Jamie Oliver cooked. <gasps> yeah. Wow! What did yeah. he make? I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> or or that's cool. I like that. When I opened uh, my pop up restaurant. Oh, nice! And it was called Mrs. Paisley's Lashings, and Arthur Potts Dawson did it with me as, as a chef, and we grew the vegetables in the garden. Uh, and we worked with what was in season, what would work on the dishes. Mm. And we came up with some really, it was, it was so great the first one I did, you know. And I'm so proud of myself sitting there and the food coming out and Arthur's cooking in the kitchen. And, and it was all organic and it was just great. Oh, that's, oh. I need to do that again. I wish I was at the 50th. Thanks for the invite. You must remember. I was. Probably, I think I might have been about ten, <laughs> yeah. so it probably was a bit inappropriate at the time. But anyway, what food sums up happiness for you? Um, for me, it has to be organic. So if I'm sitting there with a, a, a dish of organic food, I'm happy. It, as long as it's organic. So that. So you want to know exactly what food? There might it might be an ingredient. It might be a specific dish. I don't know really. I I like I'm a I love all food. I think just I think the answer is probably just fresh seasonal organic yeah. food. That's what makes you happy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I remember once going out into my vegetable garden and um 
picking on a full moon, picking lettuce. Wow. And I thought, this is biodynamic. It's picked on a full moon. And I swear, when I ate it, I could feel my body tingling. Wow. But mostly that was in my <laughs> head. Yeah. yeah, all right, Joe. <laughs> Final question. Live to eat or eat to live? I think it has to be eat to live. because really? Okay. Because you've got to eat great food in order to live and be happy. If you, and it, uh, if you eat right and organic, you're going to be a happy person because you'll be well in your mind, in your body. Ooh, yeah. Very philosophical. Yeah, what is, a lovely it? way to end. <laughs> Joe. it's always a pleasure. I've known you for a very long time. Yes. You're like a cat that's lived nine lives. <laughs> um, and I hope that it's a very long life due to the organic... Uh, lifestyle that you lead. Yes, well, I keep telling my kids I'm going to be around a long time, so they're a bit worried about that. So they better sit down and (laughs) get along for the ride. If you do not follow her already, which is a shame if you don't, but she is on social media, at Joe Wood Official. Yes. Until next time, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. If you love what you hear, please subscribe and review. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Crazy Sexy Food and check out the Crazy Sexy Food YouTube channel. Until next time, bye.